Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence! Margaret Eri Fiend coming out, you stick on, stick that big LED, red light bulb on for a Fiend. And his partner, in the top end of Stevenson. Honky Tonk Man's going to take the bump for this, he's going to bump for this. I'm going to take the bump for you, I'm going to take the bump for you. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Rob Florence. I am joined, as ever, by my wonderful, wonderful uh, fellow host on this show, Gredo. How you doing, Gredo? I got 50 Bentleys in the West Indies. What, what's, the point, what's the point in that? How are you going to drive them if they're all there? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But how would you drive them, Gredo? Like, and why would you need 50 of them? That's my Cliff John. It's his song. I just don't, I don't get that one, I'm sorry. Uh, and you're not being told to say that all day. <laughs> what have you been up to this week? Uh, what have I been up to this week? Um, I don't know what you, what have I been up to? Put me in the spot here, what have I been up to? You must have been up to something. By the way, I just want to say thanks to all the messages for last week's episode. I've, I've, I really got quite a lot of them, just saying thank you for speaking about the, the situations and such likes, and I really got quite a good... Kind of feedback for that. Did you? I've not replied to you. Did you nothing? I didn't get any replies at all for anybody. That's bizarre, um, mate. I must at least go to 16. The po- there was a lot of positive feedback, a lot of messages and stuff like that, telling us thanks and stuff like that. But they didn't eat thanks. What they talk about it, there was no way we were going to avoid it. But thank you to everybody that reached out. And uh, I'm sure there were probably a lot of people privately who didn't get in touch who thought we were a couple of assholes as well. Well, <laughs> that's every week, though, isn't it? It's every week, to be fair. Let's see what the punters have been saying, what they've been up to. Um, thanks to Pablo, who sent us a clip from Neil Buchanan on Art Attack back in the day, drawing Max Moon. See, that isn't quite WCW and Baywatch, but it certainly comes close. That's mad. There is, and here there is, there's a clip of Neil Buchanan using Max Moon for an Art Attack. How weird is that? Uh, Claymore Chick says, has anybody else noticed that Grado's laugh sounds a bit like the Pillsbury Doughboy? Who the fuck's that? Play it, John. Play the clap. <laughs> that sounds like me, by the way. Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> oh, I've Are you going to tea? I've turned that to him. It's You're catching. Post- it's like coronavirus. Fucking doughboy. <laughs> doughboy virus. Hey. Too soon. Andy Muirhead says, I know Rab loves a pun. That's not true, actually. I don't like a pun. John loves I a hate pun. puns. Well, no, I like puns. Listen, I am a highly respected comedy writer. I don't love a pun. Seeing as summer is here, what about some wrestling-themed ice cream puns? Jesus. I'm sure your listeners can come up with some belters. I've thought of Dixie Cart d'Or or <laughs> Jim Cornetto's 
Jim Cornetto <laughs> and Screwballs Mahoney. We, so we put this out there and the listeners didn't disappoint, right? We spread it out to the rest of the listeners. David Pallet, Wooden Pallets here. Wooden Pallets! Wooden Pallet. Says Fabulous Muller. Surely goes in there. The, the Fab Ice Lolly. Love it. Kurt Cooper got in touch with Brock Lesnar, the Feast Incarnate. <laughs> Hagen Draws. And uh, Knickerbocker Dory Funk. <laughs> I've not, I must admit, I've not got the last two. Percy, you didn't get Knickerbocker Dory Funk? No, but... Knickerbocker it's... Glory? Oh, is that what they call him? Oh, Knickerbocker Dory. Right, all right, I get it, I get it, I get it. Percy get Sledgehammer it. says, The Walls of Ben and Jericho. Uh-huh. <laughs> Play the Pillsbury Doughboy again. That's what, that's what we're needing here. For a few weeks ago... <laughs> A few weeks ago, we've got a couple more TV characters who would have been great wrestling characters. Alex uh, GW says to me that Big Des Murphy would be a good character. No, he wouldn't. Don't tell me what to do with my own characters, right? Just used to wind your neck in. Where was Des Murphy again? Big Des Murphy was just, he was a guy that says I'll do it all the time. Oh, it's only like one sketch or something. Jim says Saul Goodman for Breaking Bad would be a fantastic manager. Weaseling his clients in a title match is not a trouble. Good point. What about shoot? Graham Orsi is Lenny Murdoch for River City as a manager for his two boys. Um, Darbo says an A-team stable. Colin says Wolf and Shadow for Gladiators. Would have been great. Jet as manager. Wait there. I'm sure Wolf did actually have a match back in the 90s. Really? I'm sure he did. I don't know if it was for Hammerlock or somebody or if it was for Brian Dixon, but I'm pretty sure that Wolf for Gladiators did have a couple of bouts somewhere. I mean, because it makes sense, doesn't it? He would just... He, he gladiators, over, would, he? It's funny because when we were talking about the world of sport hang and all that, mm-hmm. folk were, I, I was going back in my timeline because it was a couple of years ago and folk were moaning because it was too much like the gladiators. But CITV, that's what they wanted. That's what they, they wanted, gladiators. Aye. And Wilf would have been brilliant to come on that. Do you know how that would have been good? Or the lights good and Wilf comes back. It was a um, massive show, Gladiators, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Gladiators, ready. You will go on my first whistle. Yep. You Great will stuff. go on my second whistle. Great stuff. Have you watched um, Floor is Lava on Netflix? Is that like the kind of um, Takeshi's Castle type of deal? They need to jump across the lava. I've only good. seen it advertised. Is it any good? Good fun. Good fun. Did I tell I mean, you I'm on the Rocks show? What? Now, have you seen the The Rocks show? Titan Netflix. Games. Titan Games. I'm in that. How are you in it? Well, Robbie E was in an episode, right? Uh-huh. And for his build-up video, right? It was... I literally... I'd say 0.33 a second. You see my back. <gasps> I know, mate. It's pretty good. You know, I'm trying to get it added to my IMDB. That's amazing, mate. You're so, I've been Rock. on The Rocks show, so... You are basically The Rocks pal now. That's what I was thinking. You know what I mean? I don't need to get one of these people that... All these British wrestlers these days always try to um, tag the rock in something and they get a reply. And I always get a bit of cringer when I see it, to be honest with you. Don't get me wrong, I've done it myself when I get dinged, but... Yeah. <laughs> but you're like the Scottish rock, aren't you? So it's like, you need to well, be... I've always said that, you know what I mean? I'm the... I'm a very, very summer. We've been we've been to have some TV career. I mean, I was, I was also in a shot at Glory. Aye, aye. I was in a crowd for that. 
Yeah, uh, I, mean, I, I don't doubt that you've got a film career ahead of you as well. Correct. That's the next step, right? So, Have you ever seen a shot at glory? Of course I've seen a shot at glory, mate. I would, I could do, you know, some people, we're doing a podcast about wrestling now, right? I could do a podcast just about a shot at glory, just to watch it every week and talk about it every week because that's one of the funniest films ever made. <laughs> but are you kidding me on? I'm not kidding you on. See when people right say then, to me, what listen, does Alan see, McCoy- see all the time, when people say to me, who's your favourite Celtic player? I say Jackie McQuillan. <laughs> Every time. Right, well, let me answer this. Then, right? Ask me this. See when Alan McCoy pulls up to Robert Duval in his motor. What does he say to Robert Duval? Oh, God. I can remember an old woman say something you like, got- you crazy bastard or something like that to him, or you're a fucking idiot or something well, like that. But what Jackie, McC- Jackie McQuillan pulls up to Robert Duval who's walking in the middle of nowhere, right? It looks mm-hmm. as if he's been walking for miles. And Jackie McCoy and Alan McCoy pulls up and goes, what is he says? Do you like this new invention, Gordon? It's called a car. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. Alan McCoy's really good in that film. Mm-hmm. Yes. Alan, Mc- Alan McCoy's is really good in that film. And the lassie who plays his wife, I work with her sister in the fire brigade. Really? Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes. Small world. It is um, a small world. And let's not forget something, right? What? The owner of the club is fucking Batman. <laughs> that's true. Aye, that's right. Michael Keaton, Keaton is the owner of that club. He's or fucking I like Batman. To, I like to call him Jack Frost. I'm sorry, I just wanted to quickly do um, Robert DeVal's accent. And oh. That's his accent. Beautiful stuff. That was anyway. great. I love that we ch- chat about Shot of Glory. Check it out, everybody. If you've not seen a Shot of Glory, if you're Scottish and you haven't seen a Shot of Glory, then I don't know what to say to you because it's just it's like one of the weirdest things you'll ever watch. It's always um, so on ITV too, just a heads up. All right, or three or four. Joe Hurst. Says that he always thought the entire Star Wars saga was perfect for wrestling fair. Gifted prodigy gets carried away by success and becomes a monster heel. Hods the title for 30 years. Then gets displaced by his baby-faced son and finally turns face himself as he goes out by taking down the evil owner. Never <laughs> thought about that. Aided by mid-cared storylines like Han Solo's working-class hero gimmick and the Stormtroopers, the faction that added too many members and never got over like it should have done. Says he'd pay good money to see a spin-off with Empire Hollywood and Empire Wolfpack. And to be fair, if we give Disney time, they'll probably bloody make it. <laughs> what I mean, <laughs> he also sure. says Rab will probably appreciate this one, Merlin Gredo, who doesn't like all this stuff. And I'm he's so absolutely glad. correct. I'm so glad he said this, Joe. Thank you very much. I mean, I'll talk about a shot at glory, a fucking ITV two film any day. Star Wars, whoosh, right on my head. I try to watch the first one on Disney Plus when I go a couple of weeks ago. Last about nine minutes. It's just not for me. I'm not going to bury it, but it's just not for me. Fair play, to everybody that's into all that, and it's a good wee hobby to have. But man, it's just for. Patronising bastard It's a good wee hobby to have So is wrestling mate Wrestling's also a good wee hobby to have Well done And if you want to get in touch with us About any of that Or just some random wrestling related stuff Get us on Twitter At Wrestling Daft On Insta At Wrestling Daft Podcast Or just Wrestling Daft on Facebook Or email us At Wrestling Daft At gmail.com Every week we like to separate the good for the bad in wrestling The Andre the Giants for the Giant Gonzalez's what is the plural of Giant Gonzalez, by the way? Giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez is. Well, you Giant. Need to put, do you know, need to put one of the commas on the Z? Giant Gonzalez. Uh, Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez. You've got to mess about with the fuck noise. What are you burying and what are you putting in there? Grado. 
I know what I'm putting her. Can I go first? Because I know what it is. Aye, of course. You, I, I forgot we've done this. this you on Raw this week. Yep, there you go. There was a segment with the champions on Raw this week, right? And Big Drew was on the ring. Right? And uh, Ziggler jumped up on the apron. I don't know if you've seen this. No, of course not. To kind of get in and interfere again, right? And Drew just turns around and just goes like that. Boof! One punch. Right in the dish. And Ziggler sells it like... Ziggler goes flying. It's, it's dynamite. You should... I wish I, I wish it was a way to show you because it's just so good, man. I'll say something like Drew looks like a proper champion, man. He looks like a champion, you know what I mean? And that wee moment, I think like it's that, mental that he's been a champion for, for, for a wee while now and he's no been a champion in front of a crowd yet. I know it's mad. Do you it's mad. But but I do think he seems to be quite a popular champion. This is the, the thing I the thing I seem to be noticing online and stuff like that, with responses to him and stuff, that he seems to be a popular choice as a champion, you know what I mean? Which has been a while since the WWE have had that. But that moment I wanted to put well, that was just fantastic. That is how you book a champion, a big baby face champion like that. That moment where the you know, where where, where the, the heel gets up. And it's going to get in his face again. He just and he's dealing with Sasha Banks when it's happening. You know what I mean? So he's dealing with something else. And Ziggler just gets up beside him and he just turns around and goes, Boof, knocks him out, Aye. and then goes Oof. back to Sasha. Beautiful. It's a beautiful moment. One two jab. Well, well, I know it was. It would have been a worked punch. It wouldn't have been a real punch. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It would have been fake. Wrestling's fake. Okay, you boy. I just looked up at. Um, I just looked up. I typed in cage match D and looked up myself. And I was just looking at, I typed in TNA and typed, and I, I wanted to look at all the matches that I'd done on TNA. It's a bloody lie off of that, man. I've done, I've done more than that. I said I've only done about 20 odd matches. I'm sure I've done about 1600 matches for TNA. And when I wrestled Drew once, and it says it was only four minutes and three seconds. That wasn't that. It was, I'd say it was about eight. Four minutes and eight seconds. It said it was only four minutes long, but I remember it being eight. Eight minutes? Right, okay, I see what you're saying. Oh, cheer up, you look dead sad. I know, it's, just, it's got me done, mate, you know. Play, play the Pillsbury Doughboy again, John, just to cheer him up. Just to remind him what his laughter sounds like. <laughs> right, anyway, let's see what the punters are talking about. Because Gredo was really just attempting to put his cellar again there, wasn't he? Let's be honest. Um, Greg Clark... By the way, I just wanted to just hold on right there. Uh, if anybody's listening to this show, tweet the Blue Meanie and tell him to answer his DMs. We tried to get the Blue Meanie on, on the show for an interview and he wouldn't reply to Gredo's DMs, which is just rude. Good on you, Brad Shawman, for stiffing him about her. No replying to my pal's DMs. And usually, see when MD dies and that, he's usually the first one to DM me and saying, sorry for your loss. He DMs you when people die? Aye, and I right, look, because obviously my mom died in December 2018, then my ex's grand died, and I had to pull out a show because of the funeral. Right, right, right. Both times she said, sorry for your loss, man, but I didn't reply to him, so maybe that's him being, maybe that's him getting his own back. Mate, I have to say, you're sometimes quite bad for replying to people. Aye. You've I always mean, been I'm good not- with me, to be fair, but I've heard other people say, talking about John, mainly, that you don't reply. You know oh, I mean? I'm, 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 I'm terrible for it. I'm You're busy, terrible. though. You're a busy guy. Right. But I haven't ever let you do it, but anyway. No. Greg Clark says, he wants to put our last week's show. Couldn't have been easy for you guys, indeed. Thanks, Greg. Alistair he wants to bury the state of WWE's recordings. A mess for top to bottom. Drew seems to be the only person who has any clue what's going on. And he wants to put over Impact, making the right talent cuts and the right talent hires. And Grado for last week's episode must have been brutal to record. 
hero. I'm sure he's also meaning me. Right. Hazy wants to bury WWE <laughs> and their handling of the COVID outbreak. It's really hard to support wrestling when the biggest company are a shambles and just pure carnage. And of course, that's something we need to talk about. The WWE had their big coronavirus outbreak among the, the roster. We don't really know exactly who has it yet, Davey. We know that Renee Young has it. Am I right? Yeah. Renee Young got it, and apparently she got heat for talking about it on Twitter. Yeah. Jamie Bowen's got it as well. Who? Jamie Noble, Kale, who does the backstage stuff, she's had it twice now. I thought you kind of get it twice. Well, she's had it twice, two times. Mm. Mm. Now, you're talking about Jamie Noble, who sits at a, a, a desk with Vince McMahon when the matches are on. Yeah. I mean, if Vince McMahon is going to get anything right, and I'm not saying he is or he, or he has, but he's 70 odd year old. And would you. Do you think that Vince in the WWE would ever announce that he's actually got it? They would never do that, would they? No. Vince would just never... Vince would never allow anybody to find out, even his own family, that he had coronavirus. It's just not the kind of thing he does. He would just go away into a room, he'd sell, and just kind of just tense himself up until the coronavirus turned into a wee bond and he just spit it out. he just spit it <laughs> out the window. And then come back, back to work. Straight back to work. Hazy... Wants to put over Sasha Banks, however, winning in the main event of all three shows. She's doing great, and both her and Bailey are great to watch. Sasha and Bailey, I think, are really carrying a lot of this, do you know what I mean? Um, it's good to see Sasha getting the proper kind of push that she's always should have been getting before she left NXT. And Bailey is a, I think, honestly, I think Bailey is an absolute revelation as a heel. She's still heel, right? Day. Oh, man. And you know what? I here's what I loved about Bailey, right? I wasn't into it. Obviously, Bailey's gimmick, the babyface gimmick, was kind of more for the kids, right? It was a for the kids kind of gimmick. And so when she turned heel, I was like, man, I don't know if this is a good idea turning her heel. You weren't the only one. I think everybody said that on the internet, didn't they? Aye. Um, but she did this really smart thing. She kind of got turned heel when she went, I'm not going to date anything for months. Like, what I mean by that is she, just, she would just walk slowly out, kind of torn-faced, serious, didn't play to the crowd, went through her matches, won her matches, would walk back out again just with a kind of smirk. She did this thing where she just completely done played everything, so there was nothing. You know, sometimes people turn heel and then they try and act really kind of cool heely, and Aye. then because of doing that, they, they don't properly flip to heel because fans like them. Bailey did that. Bailey just kind of committed totally to being this kind of stony-faced heel for months and months and months, and now she's completely legit. You know what I mean? She seems completely legit as a heel. Uh, is, she the, is she the number one heel? I mean, there's a question. Is she the number one heel? I mean, I suppose, I mean, do we still view Lesnar? Lesnar's a heel, right? He's the number one heel, right? Aye. Probably. Um, overall. But Bailey's got to be up there because so. they have a bit of a heel situation, didn't they? In the what WWE? Nia Jax, is she? She's still heel, but she doesn't have the same... She still... I think because all this stuff... Hangs about where you know what I mean about the injuries and stuff like Aye. that. She doesn't quite have the same uh, heel appeal, really. You know what I mean? Kind of another story going on there. Anyway, um, thanks for that, Hazy. That was got, got a good bit of chat going there. Uh, Neil wants to bury Loki for being a COVID denying toolbox, and also as we go into recording, also, also Austin Aries has practically posted something similar. Well, aye. Well, Austin Aries is saying, I'm not wearing a mask. He's saying, aye. you know what I mean? 
And he's basically, but all Navy's take on it is, you know, these are all fat fucks. Um, you know, these are all unhealthy folk anyway. Why should I start wearing a mask? I know, but then he's just a dick, isn't he? I mean, he's just, he's just a dick. He's shown himself to be a dick now. Million Dollar Bam wants to put over the boy that saved Kurt Angle. Well, hold on a minute. What do you think about Loki no one the mask stuff? Come what on. Do I, what do you think about it? I mean, right, is it I mean, just... He's calling us ignorant. I know. I mean, there's no point. You can't argue with these people. You nah, that's the truth. You can't change their mind. You can't argue with them. You just... just listen... Everybody knew that Loki wasn't the sharpest tool in the box anyway, man. You know what I mean? It's like, this isn't a surprise. He's the least surprising guy to come out with this stuff, Loki. The least surprising you guy. You think so? I mean, I know he's a ball bag, but I thought he was intelligent. Nah. But, I mean, I, I should I should have made a lot of money that day where I got, you know, offered $20 each half. In fact, it's $50 each to punch him. I should have done it. How many people was it that were going to Everybody done it. Everybody said we'll put... I'm sure it's $50. If you do it, we'll up give you $50 each. Right. How so many people was this? I'd say about, maybe about nine or ten. So, so what am I making there? I'm so going to make about $500. $500. <laughs> like, what is that? Like, 400 Which was probably my... At that time, it was probably my, my... Maybe my bonus for wrestling. You got your... Because you got your... Con, you got your contracted wage a month, which, by the way, half the time never came. But I didn't bother. I was like... Ken Anders used to go, you've been paid yet? And I'd go, nah, but it's all right. Did you just play that sound sample again there, John? <laughs> I know I can He says you've been paid yet And I go it's fine Don't worry about it <laughs> Don't worry man It's cool The flying water You don't worry <laughs> You're in peace <laughs> You're like you're daft man But was he Was Kurt Angle Was, was Kurt Angle Looking out for you On that front Was he like Oh Kurt Angle Ken Anderson um, Bram All they kind of people aye, They were always like You need to get paid man I was like they were like, um, when did you start? I was like, February. And this was maybe like July and all that. When was the last time you were, you were paid? And I was like, February. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, That's God. good to hear they were. Do you know, I remember one time they went and sent me a check, right? <laughs> did I tell you this? I tell you this before. They sent me a check and they wrote it out. They drew the lines and all that. They drew it. And I was like, this can't be accepted, was it? And I went to the bank and the woman went. I mean, they drew it. Hold on. They fucking drew they... the check. They drew it. <laughs> <laughs> like they drew a picture of a check. <laughs> they drew it. They fucking or the wee numbers doing the bottom and all that, and I was like, right, that must. Be, I mean, they can't have sent me a dodgy check. I took it to fucking the bank of Scotland and Sulkets, and I asked you just looked at me like, you fucking having a laugh? What's <laughs> that? But she's like, right, what's this? It's like, it's like, it's my work. And she's like, like, it's right. a drawing of a check. <laughs> I mean, ever since then, like I've, I've heard like because. Obviously, I've heard I've heard stuff in the past about like TNA sending like people were like we need to get paid. So what they would do is they go right, we'll FedEx it to you tomorrow, and they would stamp it and send it the next day, and, and they would just send an empty envelope. God, that's how fucking bad it got. But never, I mean, I think that's worse than going out your way to fucking. They draw a check. They draw that's a check. amazing. Oh. That's like. I wish I still had it. I'm sure I might. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm going to try and look for it. If you're writing a book about the story of TNA and all of that, then that should that be, the cover. be the cover. Aye. The cover, the cover, should be a fucking check drawn, a, a picture of a check drawn. On. Na- nobody else has ever spoke about that. I'm thinking, I've definitely been the one that went fucking just draw one for him. He's like, yes, I should get paid. You <laughs> <That's laughs> so funny, man. <laughs> Jeez, oh, right, beautiful. Right, David Pallet wants to bury that he thought David Pallet's already been on a day. What's happening here? Wooden Pallet's that he thought Cody was defending a TNT title each week lasted only three weeks, as far as I can tell. Just ditched it. He wants to put over the second season of Dark Side of the Ring. Some characters for wrestling I've never even heard of, for example, Herbie Abrams. Excellent series. I didn't know there was a second season. You, I, you did because I spoke about it for the last couple of weeks. I go, you oh, seen Dark Side of the Ring, and you go, no. Ah, but I thought it was just one series. No, 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 no. The, the first series was out maybe about a year and a half ago when right. that was all the kind of Macho Man stuff, the Montreal Screw Job, the right, Fabulous okay, Millers. Okay. Um, but the second series just kept knocked it right out of the park. I didn't know who who Her- Herb Abrams was. Did you? Uh, no, they're scraping the are they scraping the barrel now? Aye, I mean, well, I mean, New Jack's on it. He's done an episode on him, but. That is a really dark side of the thing, isn't it? I saw the episode, um, i only seen one episode, and it was the episode about Bingo Balance. (laughs) 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 It was a word about, you know, the whole thing with Bingo Balance and Crusher Crabe and all that. Aye, man, the, what do you call it, the fucking Stonehaven Screwjob. So sorry. Right, uh, big ma- big man Andy, big man Andy wants to bury <laughs> bury everybody. <laughs> he wants to put on everybody. What a shite week. Bronze Cello says first I want to put her TNA teasing these former stars as peak my interest. Looking forward to Slam anniversary. I also want to put her Rabin Grado for last week's show. And he wants to bury Kevin Dunn for refusing to let the WWE talent in the crowd wearing masks. What was that about? Fuck that roster. They should be wearing masks. This is going to change though. I think in America, I think. <clears throat> I think over the next week or two, you're going to see a change in America, and you're going to see the the the, the story in America change to like we're all wearing masks. So this is going to be interesting. I, I think there's it's almost going to be start starting to get viewed in America almost as an irresponsible thing um, and a negative thing if you're no kind of pushing the mask agenda. That's my prediction over the next couple of weeks. So it might be interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. If the WWE, and I thought they should have done this ages ago, they should take this opportunity and put cool masks on everybody. That would be amazing to watch. Mask everybody up. Wrestling's perfect for masks. Get everybody it's in masks. Metal, they're all, all the loonies out there. They're all, did you see that bit? Was it Congress, you cry it? And they're all going up, giving their excuses, you know what I mean? Mm. Jesus gave us a mouth to breathe and all that shit. This is our breath. You can't take our breath. The, the problem is that America is, is so fund, that freedom is so fundamental to what Americans believe, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, ironically for a country that had, has such a history as slavery and stuff like that and you getting other people in chains but the, the freedom is just so core to what they believe that any kind of infringement on their freedom is immediately a kind of a big big topic let's not get too heavy let's instead Grado ask the punters for some money have you watched everything on Netflix and Amazon Prime? Well, right now, get more content from wrestling daft to keep you entertained during the lockdown by signing up to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Let me tell you a bit about it. 
We have set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved with at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. It's a community. It's a community for all you wrestling daft punters out there and you can sign up to either one of the three tiers. If you go to if you sign up to tier one, you're a cruiserweight champion, which is four dollars a month, and on that you get a patron only chat community. You get ad-free versions of all the episodes, you get early access, you get random bonus content, and you get the video version of the Marks podcast. You can also vote on what you want to see on the list of Wrestling Daft. Now, if you decide you want to spend a tenner, $10 a month, you can you can get that by signing up as the Intercontinental Champion. With that, you get everything that you signed up for in Tier 1, as well as a video version of the podcast each week, a bonus episode once a month, and up there right now, you can hear the March report card on a year of AEW and Chapter 1 of The Cradle Story. It's yourself. Is that up, John? It is up. It is now up for all you Patreons out there. You can hear me talk for... How long did I talk for? An hour and a bit. An hour and a bit. So you can sign up to that. That's Intercontinental Champion. You can also join our Patreon pay-per-view parties. Tier 3, you're the World Heavyweight Champion, which is about 20 bucks a month for everything. And the previous tiles is included, as well as a free wrestling daft shirt design of your choice. But you must sign up to a minimum of three months. Plus, you get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. So, if you fancy that and becoming one of our patrons, we'll also give you a shout out on the show. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, because we would love to welcome you to the roster. <laughs> Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You just made the list! Every week we ask for you guys to vote in a list of wrestling daft. Remember you can vote too by signing up for $4 a month at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. This week it was Undertaker's Greatest Matches or best stables in wrestling and with 56 percent of the vote it was the best stables that won it yay have we not done this before i feel as if we have because i've not done this before i thought we had as well but then i went back and checked the previous episodes and i don't think we have i think we've maybe done something similar to it but we've not actually done this what could it be similar i don't know but i went and checked i double checked i'm pretty sure we haven't done it Right, because I feel as if I spoke about sports entertainment extreme. Aye, and I feel that Rab spoke about right to censor as well, but I don't think... We well, if you've checked, then we have not so yeah. let's, you know what I mean? So let's just do it. Let's yeah. just do it, mate. What are yeah. we about? Listen, let's just do it. Let's just right. fucking, you know what I mean? Number three is right to censor. It is our honour to introduce to you the good father. The good father? What is he talking about? What's the good father? Got him. Oh no! Wait a minute! What is this? No, the reason. Definitely done this before, man. I remember you said. No, the reason why I've chosen right to censor is, as I have, I've spoken about them before on the show so many times. Grado's spoken about them so many times as well. Uh, in fact, in fact, that's just even enhanced it in my mind is the fact that Grado is always bringing it up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, the I were a proper heel faction who worked 100%. Nobody, there was nobody in the audience who cheered 
right to censor when they came up because they were always spoiling the fun. They were always spoiling the fun and they looked great. They had a great look. Um, they, they worked the gimmick really well. You know what I mean? Uh, they were, and also on right to censor, there was, there was some legitimate individuals in that stable and all. You know what I mean? Aye. I mean, all, the, the biggest memory I've got for them is you've been a wee guy, Friday night, man, with a packet of Chris or whatever. The van usually came round at the time Ross started. They would maybe the third or fourth match. Some Somebody's about to go through a table, man, and boofed. You know what I mean? Amazing. People raging in the audience. People I mean, when the Godfather the turned, house. the Godfather turned, it was me. But you know what? See, because I've got a wee bit OCD, do you know the thing that really kind of bothered me? Mm. Was that Stevie Richards wore black boots, or actually he wore black shoes because he was Stevie White Sox. The good father wore black boots, but we can wore black boots. But Val Venus would not fork out 200 bucks for a pair of fucking black boots. He still wore his white ones. <laughs> and that gave Shocking. me mega OCD. Shocking. Well, that money's to... own, man. I bet, his, I bet his gear stank. I bet he's one of his wrestlers that goes about fucking 60 days without washing his trunks. I bet he smelt like shite. <laughs> We need to get a shout out to Ivory here as well because she was. Oh, Ivory, I. She was she fantastic was in that, and she, what, she was, she was. She wore black shoes too, and black tights. Yeah, she was. She was legit as well, man. She was like good in the ring. She was great, man. But she's, she, I, Ivory was amazing, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. She was going on always, you know. I remember at that time, you know, what I mean, when she was in the ring, she was like, she was very often the best woman in the ring. You know what I mean? When right. when when the women's matches were happening back then. Um, so that's my number three. At number two, it is, anybody want to guess? DX? Uh, no, it's not DX. Is it The Radicals? It's no The Radicals, no. Is it Nexus? Keep going. You're going to get it eventually. New Age Click? Um, I'm sorry, it is The Hustle Monster Army. Uh, led by General Takada. Aye. Uh, I was going to say that next, mate. It was Takada's Monster Army, uh, where you had like celebrity Ogawa and you had um, uh, you had uh, Kawada. Um, is that Ogawa, and, Ogawa that I seen in Carl Luke? Was he in Noah as well? Aye. God, that was mental when I seen him. When I seen him in, in Carl Luke, did you? Why did you know? Seriously, why did you know? Did why did you know about that show? I couldn't have known about it. I wouldn't have known about it. Uh, mate, I can't believe you didn't know about that. Mate, show, I wasn't on UK fan forum as much as you was back in the day. Aye, but come on, Masato to that. No, Masato. Here, here, hold on. Mate, hold on. Stop a minute. Right, stop a minute. Right, because cool. I want to talk about something here. Sorry, you used to be a regular on UK Fan Forum, right? Mm-hmm. And I used to be quite often with Visit UK Fan Forum as well. I used to hang about there. I, they, they have never mentioned this podcast on that forum. And you know no, what? Actually, I think you know it's what just disgraceful. Right? It's, I think it's, it's disgraceful. Funny me- it's funny you mention this, right? Because I went on a UKFF for the first time easily in about five years last week. And I went, and went into a thread and I went, surely they're going to talk about our podcast. Not one mention. Nobody mentioned it. Who the f- UK fan forum? You know what I mean? I think that's shocking me. Are we hated or something? 
I think that's shocking that they wouldn't mention it. You know what I mean? Terrible. Okay, boys, I'll get on the case next week. We'll make sure they're mentioned. Aye. Uh, we, we'll only show that talk about them. We've talked about them quite positively in the past as well, UKFF. I, mean, I, I joined the UKFF in April the 6th, 2002. I mean, there you go. But, but essentially, is their home forum up on the, podcast, I grew, up, I grew up in the bugger. Did, did you organise any uh, tape trading using UK fan tape forum? Tape trading, all did a bus trip. To, to, to GWF in Blackburn and Blackburn in February 2003 I took a squad my, my father drove a bus um, down to a show in Blackburn that John Farrer that was the show where the ring never turned up there was oh, the backseat boys were there Jake Roberts um, Ted Robin the, the comedian he was the ring announcer and I got locked in with him aye, for aye. a wee while which the weirdest thing ever I ended up was he was on Endeavour with me and I was like mate you'll never believe this but I was locked in and he remembered me 2003. That's, I just think it's disgraceful, UK fan forum. Anyway, uh, I'm always bigging up hustle on this show. Uh, like I said, I'm increasingly now I'm, I'm starting to dream of, oh, it would be nice to just promote some some shows in the style of hustle. Uh, but I love the Monster Army. The Monster Army were the, the big heel organisation in hustle. And hustle really was, hustle was a promotion that was based around essentially two big factions to, a, to an extent. Um, there was the Hustle Army and then there was uh, the Monster Army. And they would go at it with each other, you know what I mean? Um, you would have Monster C and all that, Steve Carino and all that kind of stuff. It was great, man. It was just great. You, I'll, I'll, need, I'll need to check that. i oh, check that out. But can I just mention one thing about that bus trip mm-hmm. in 2003? Obviously, I sat up the front because my father was driving the bus, right? But there was one guy in the back, right? And we stopped off at a service station. I'd say maybe just about 20 miles outside Glasgow, and I'd say this was maybe about. Two, or th- two years later, right, we hadn't stopped. And I remember turning around, and the guy I was, remember this is a busload of wrestling fans, and a guy, I turned around, right, and mm-hmm. a guy, the guy I was talking to had a big leather jacket on. And when I was talking to him, he went into his jacket pocket and he pulled out a burger, a cheeseburger, and just started eating it. <laughs> As if it was like a fucking hamburger somewhere like last week. <laughs> he was just talking away to him, man. He pulled out, he pulled out a cheeseburger. <laughs> <Would> you- <laughs> It's a beautiful thing to do that though, like see having see a McDonald's cheeseburger, for example. Aye. I find that they, they travel quite well. Like they, they do travel they, they well. Kinda, they do travel well. And well, me and my, my daughter hope if we would go to the pictures, we, by the way, the best cinema uh, you know, I know this is what I was gain free advertising out here, right? But the best cinema in Scotland, as far as I'm concerned, is the Empire and Clyde Bank, right? It's the best cinema in Scotland. And when Why we that? go there, just because it's just a great cinema and they do they do perfect popcorn with the real butter poured into it. Well, that sounds amazing, mate. They put popcorn in and they pour real butter on top and then mere popcorn and then mere butter and they do it in layers and you can that have a drink amazing. and all that. They sell beer and all that kind of stuff. It's brilliant. I tell you what, the most weird thing about that whole conversation is the guy that had the burger was fake Clyde Bank. Well, there you go. There That's you go. Metal. But what I was going to say was beside the Empire Clyde Bank, there's a McDonald's right next door. Um, right. So you go in there, get the poke before the film, get the pockets loaded up. Me and Hope get the pockets loaded up with cheeseburgers. And you're laughing. <laughs> I'm a bit sickly, but I ain't. You cheeseburger during the film. Uh, okay, so, and my number one is NWO. Well, the first thing you gotta realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new 
World Order of Wrestling, brother. Of course. It's going to be NWO. Oh, for life, oh. for life, for, for life. life. I used to always think to myself, I used to think to myself, is NWO maybe at any point going to get less cool? You know what I mean? Is it going to be like we're all going to go, oh, bloody NWO? I kind of feel like the problem that DX has is that <clears throat> DX were kind of cool at the time, but as time went by and, and, and Triple H and Shawn Michaels did it again and stuff like that, and, you know, and then as you get older yourself and you kind they of look back. The and you kind of feel like DX was definitely wasn't as cool. There was something unbelievably cool about that original NWO with Hogan, fresh heel, uh, with big Kevin Nash here, with Scott Hall there. Dennis Rodman. Oh, and Rodman coming in, you know what I mean? So exciting watching that, The Last Dance uh, documentary about uh, Michael Jordan and seeing that whole segment, you know what I mean, where Dennis Rodman is like, well, I'm going to go away for a wee bit and goes and ends up, he's out there fucking NWO, we spray painting all that, you know what I mean, living the dream, you know what I mean, living the dream. But that's how cool they were, that's how cool NWO were, that Dennis Rodman would take time out uh, for a championship run with the Chicago Bulls to go to WCW to come out with NWO, you know what I mean? Did you get a buzz off that when you seen like, the wee clip? Big time, time. because I had no idea, like, see, at the time, I remember when Rodman was in uh, WCW at the time, and for some reason in my head, I kind of thought to myself, oh, the the basketball season must be done. Aye. Or it must be. No no, in in a million years did I think that you'd be fucking off during the season or leaving the training camp to go and, you know, it's mental, it's crazy. I mean, could you imagine, like, um, if Alfredo Morelos, you know, in the running, Ended up fucking showing up at WrestleZone and tagging with Bingo Ballads. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Anyway, uh, NWO. And then there was the NWO Wolfpack, of course. uh, And that was its own thing. That was when things started to go astray. Um, the The minute Conan gets involved in stuff, Conan's brand new, he at least replies on our WhatsApps. Ah, fair enough. Well, that tells you something right there, doesn't it? Right, so, uh, let's in see. Fact, did he no, actually know reply once on the show? Aye, that, that's right. Live. Fuck him then. Let's see who. We should do that as a game sometime again, because that was a good fun game where we what choose a person again? and see if they reply Aye. on the show. Right, um, okay, we'll do that so, next week, right? What were your top three stables of all time then, Grado? Um, I would go for. Uh, right. I would go for number three. I would go for Sports Entertainment Extreme for TNA because I love that because that was just at the height of my tape trade and the stuff like that. Um, with SEX. SEX Sex Sales. Theme tune is brilliant. Um, that's actually probably my number one. <laughs> anyway, Big Mad Andy says Black Label all the way. Right. Black label what, Gradle? Who were Black Label? Black Label were Drew Galloway, Jack Jester, and I think maybe Andy, Red Lightning. Red Lightning. Uh, Kev Drysdale says Nation of Domination. Nexus would have been on this list, but WWE screwed that up. Titus Worldwide could have been impressive and cool creative. Did you hear there was a rumour that Nexus were meant to be at this year's WrestleMania? Really? Aye, there was a rumour that there was a storyline wrote for Nexus to show up. 
But what, and what, cool. and what caught, like, how would they have shown up and what caught Mate, I didn't even open it. It was maybe clickbait a lot of shape. I did see that. No, there was an interview. There was an interview with um, Stu Bennett saying that there, there was talks about doing something with the Nexus. But I, they wouldn't be able to get the whole band back together because there's no way Ryback's <laughs> coming back, is there? Aye, but I know, but really you'd, have da- you'd have Daniel Bryan, Justin Grable would, would go back. Um, Darren Young. Darren Young. Well, Heath Slater's just been released. Aye. But aye. then was he released before or after WrestleMania? Oh, it was after, actually, aye. Husky aye. Harris. Husky, oh, that Nexus, so That was the new Nexus. Oh, right, okay, fair enough. Or was it? Aye, that was the new Nexus. It was um, Kurt Hennig, what do you call him? Curtis Axel or whatever he was at that point. It was Husky mm-hmm. Harris with CM Punk. Stu Bennett would be an interesting guy to get on this show for a chat. Aye, actually, I want me to message him tonight. Aye, that would be good. Try and get him on because it'd be good to talk. Because I'm a big fan of NWA, so I would love to talk to him about that. But also, I think he was—I think he was brilliant in WWE. Aye, he was. You know, I, he's, I he's, he's got a lot, hasn't he? He's got—he's got the look. He's got—he can talk. Oh, he's a great talker. Great Aye. talker. Uh, You're either tell, Nexus or against us. Let me tell you something else. He can—he can work. I tell you what. Yeah, he can, he can work. What the hind legs? Hey, what he can what the hind legs off you? you can't say that about many people. He can work. Right, so uh, George Ward says Evolution are the best always. John Montgomery says the four horsemen all day long, although the Dangerous Alliance were uh, all able to go. Arn Anderson, Larry Zabisco, Steve Austin, Rick Rude, the main worker and probably most underrated worker of all time, Bobby Eaton, and they had Medusa as well. well uh, I was, I was going to say the BWO, but then the fucking Blue Mini patched my DMs in it. Hi. Um, Scottish Siren says the Bullet Club for me. I feel that they had a good mixture of different kinds of talent within the group. Well, we see the thing about the, the Bullet Club is if there wasn't a Bullet Club, there probably wouldn't be AEW. There probably wouldn't be quite a lot of this obsession with wrestling. The amount of people that have Bullet Club t shirts that don't even know that what, what it stands for, or they don't, they're not even wrestling fans, that actually did really transcend wrestling, didn't it? They were very cool, weren't they? Very, I very cool. I, because obviously, like, I, I'd seen. Finn Balor, right? I'd, I'd seen Fergal for years, years back. For SWA, for SWA days, I knew Fergal, right? Um, and, and seeing him come through, and I remember I kind of lost, because he obviously just went out to work the Indies and he was going to all the world and stuff like that, and then I kind of lost track him a wee bit, and then I saw that he was in Japan, and he was doing stuff in Japan and stuff, and then I became aware at Bullet Club and all that, and then you were seeing all the things, you know what I mean? We like going, guns, and they were cool, man. I was like, look how cool, cool they look. They look. And how, how good he how how cool Finn Balor looked, man. You know what I mean? Right. The shape he was in, all right. They were cool as anything. They were, they were really cool. Keith Richardson says DX for me. And Michael's Triple H in China. They were the heels you always wanted to see get their comeuppance. And right after WrestleMania 14, Triple H cuts a great promo on HBK dropping the ball and brings in Sean Waltman. A WCW to WWE jump. I miss so much these days. And the New Age Outlaws joined them as well. Most people probably thought DX wouldn't be as good, but in my opinion, they went on to be an even better faction after that. Agreed becoming insanely over with the fans when they turned babyface. The feud with the nation was one of the best ever and propelled a future long-running feud with Triple H and The Rock. Very true. Very true. Nation of Domination was very important um, to The Rock's history, to The Rock's legacy, wasn't it? It's the same even with, with, with Mark Henry, I know. I don't look for Mark Henry. Henry. I don't look for, um, for, for what do you call him, D'Lo Brown. Yep. Um, I love you. I love D'Lo Brown, by the way. Mate, fucking Mark Henry's on that, he's on that Broken Skull podcast saying that D'Lo Brown was... He's <laughs> a fat D. Malenko, mate. 
What a worker by what a worker by the way Dilo Brown was. You're looking at the real deal now, what? Gonna kick a sorry ass out of the street. I think you own the street. Like I'm gonna do about it. Dilo Brown. Stevie Kerr says the Wyatt family had a lot of potential, but best faction for me was the Ministry of Darkness. I love the Ministry of Darkness. I I, I love the Ministry of Darkness. Midian and Aura. Naked Midian. That was your best Undertaker or something like that, no? I yeah, I love the Ministry of Darkness era, aye, Undertaker. Aye. See, see, this is why these lists are so annoying, because you forget about things like that. You do. Um, our patron Paul says NWO. It's mad to think that WWE have now made more money off NWO property than they paid for the WCW brand. And That's crazy, man. When you think about that, actually. <clears throat> yep. Andy That's a good says, way of looking at it. Andy says, there's been some belters. For me, though, the New Day. Three guys put together who were doing nothing, and they turned it into some go to themselves they'll just be being themselves and being entertaining as fuck in the ring and on the mic one of the best absolutely because I, I, def- I definitely remember the first week the new day were on the telly man everybody else thought it was horseshit. I read that yeah. in the UKFF actually and they just turned it around they just like we are turning this room four they made it four their own, they did it they made it their own they some great workers as well great right. workers um, listen Big E is just one of the Big E is just one of the best He's so entertaining, isn't he? One of the best. So entertaining, so strong, uh, so charismatic. Definitely. And uh, but there isn't a weak link in that whole stable. You know what I mean? They've all got the rain. They've all got the rain thing. The rain appeal. Oh, there is only three, but I. Oh, you know what I mean? Echo Tone fourteen says the West Texas Rednecks need to get a shout. Kurt Hennig singing a country song about how shite rap music is. Can he beat that? I mean, rap they were, is crap. They were they were great fun. Great a great fun kind of like borderline kind of racist faction. It would Aye. come out and just kind of didn't like black stuff. Mm-hmm. It's very, very weird. But they somehow, you know, they, they, they were heels, but they kind of, the, all that singing was so good that they kind of almost got out in their own way. Um, Debo says the oddities just for being so shit and the fact that Cartman was their mascot. I remember that. That's weird. Remember who, who was in the oddities again? It was. Ah, Kurg- was it Kurgan? Kurgan. Kurgan. Who else? Um, was it No Hangway? Who was, was the guy it, in the Gimp mask? Was it John no? Tenter. Aye, earthquake, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. That's so weird, man. Um, and then there was, of course, there was a, a what's her name? A Luna. And the big guy, what was the big guy's name? Oh, God, I'm trying to remember what his name was. Was it Caleb Valhalla? No? No, was it no? Was it Caden Garrick? <laughs> right, you can go wrestling daft right now. Here, hold on. Before we do this, before we sell merch, I just want to ask you a quick question. See if you were to form a, see if you were to get the wrestling comes back, right, and you had to form a faction with a few other guys. <laughs> don't, don't right, well, let me. <laughs> That's no bothering me. Right. Who would you? Who would your stable be? Number one, Crusher Crab. I mean, you're not making a. Let's not be about the bush here, man. There's no way I'm starting a a, a a stable with Crusher Crab. He's the muscle. You know what I mean. Um, I'd probably first. I, I'd probably need to pick a master technician, so I'd probably go for the Tri Counties champion. Alan <laughs> <laughs> oh, um and then probably one mayor. I'd probably go for Dino De- Del Monte. <laughs> you can go wrestling daft right now with your very own wrestling daft t-shirt, hoodie, phone cover, trucker cap, or one of a range of Gradle-inspired bum bags. Get them at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. On there you'll find designs such as Alexa, who is Graham Steveley, I'm a Mark, 
crud, chips, cheese and donner meat and I'm a wrestler today. And you can even get a face mask to wear on the bus. So check out, and you should be wearing the masks. So check out our range at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft now. Or check out the links on our Facebook page or Twitter at wrestling daft. So uh, this is nothing to do with the fact that our guest fell through this week, right? It's backed by popular demand. It's Ask Rab and Grado anything, right? We get in touch oh, with I'm the sure it's only ever been Ask Grado anything, is it not? <clears throat> no, it's shush. Um, ask Rab and Grado anything, right? So we, we we shouted it to the punters. Uh, so let's let's see. Let's let's go first, right? Andrew got in touch, right? Here's the first question. Here we go. And ask Rab and Grado anything. Andrew said, "Who did Grado forget to book as today's guest?" Well, it was originally it was originally uh, what's her name? Gail Kim. But she still contacted me on WhatsApp, and then. I messaged the blue mini this morning at eight o'clock, so he would have read that when he woke up, which was about lunchtime. So, I uh, blue mini and kill Kim. Scott is asking on a scale of Jeff Hardy's TNA Immortal title to Lakeo's split women's title, how ugly is the twenty four seven championship? Very hacker. Oh, it's the it's the worst. And t- I think it's, it's the worst belt I've seen. I mean, come on, I've got it. Why did it not just? I don't know. It's just. It's just. It's got nothing to. It just looks like an old. It's just nothing to do with the fact that it's green. I'm not saying because it's green, but it just looks mm. like a green strap with a big two p coin on it. You know what I mean? Actually, it's not quite. It's not as bad as the fiend's belt. Oh, that face on it. Can't even count that as a belt. That's the worst one. That's that's the worst one. Goshi has got a question for Bethy. Is right. Um, if there is one wrestling promotion you could bring back, what would it be? Or what retired championship would you bring back? For me. Goshi would bring back the old ECW and the hardcore title, the 24-7 title was Prish. You want to go first? <clears throat> I would bring back uh, I would bring back Hustle. Oh, is it not even a bit? It's not a bit anymore, I don't know. No, it's um I would bring back Hustle Japan. I would resurrect the Monster Army. Uh, I would be General Florence and I would run my own Monster Army. I might actually try and get in touch with I don't know who bought Hustle. I think it was maybe Pride. Um, I, I might try and put the feelers out. I get my agent. <laughs> Imagine phone up my agent. Like, Carly, can you do me a favour? Can you get in touch with Pride in Japan and see who has the rights to hustle? Because I want to run the Monster Army. <laughs> I might do it. I might actually yeah, man. I might do it. Yeah. What about you? Um, what is this question? If you could bring back any promotion, a promotion or a title, or... I would bring back the NWTNA. Oh. And I'd give Russo the pencil, and I would, um, I'd use all the, I'd make sure that Nick Aldis was my champion, and he would have the NWA title, and it would be NWA TNA. Beautiful, and, I like that idea. I, you know what I mean? And you'd be, you'd be wrestling, right? You'd be on the roster. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Your pal Rab would be, he'd be there, wouldn't he? Help him. He'd be Wait, a would you, manager. You I'd be a manager. I'd be a Harvey Whippleman. No, you could. Fucking knew you wouldn't book me. I, I fucking knew even if he had his was running the new version of NWTNA, still wouldn't book me. Right, uh, Paul Fivey has said, "Rab, which Burnson character is Grado? Which Burnson character is Grado? I always thought Grado would make a really good job at playing Toshin for McGregor and Toshin. He'd, he'd play a really good because he's oh, good at playing a Paul. Louise no. says, "Grado, if you could appear in a soap opera, which one would you like to be in?" Now hold on here. I think Louise has made a fundamental error here. Or if you could pick which character would you like to be, choose to be. Do you know what? I'm just going to sidebar this, right? But 
It's funny because people will always say to me, you know, why you only done eight episodes of River City, right? Why I can't have only done eight episodes of River City? It wasn't because I got sacked. That was one of the reasons. But the biggest reason is... <laughs> I'd say the, the most bigger reason was Rab messaging me saying, don't do too many episodes of River City. Or at a soap, because... You remember you... He flung me under a bus. Most people I know are in River City. Aye, I know, but this, but this is advice for me. Aye, no, that's, that's not right for you as a comedy you just, performer. You just say, do, do not do as many episodes of River City. So, that's the sidebar at the road. Because if you start doing that, it's not nothing against anybody that does soap operas, but it's like, it's you, you get into that life of being a soap actor, I think, and you're making regular money and stuff like that. It's very difficult. You were on the, you were on the ascent. You had to be out mm-hmm. doing as much different stuff as possible. Know that I'm saying that people today soap operas are only on the ascent. I'm just saying uh-huh. it's a different it's a different thing. It's a good, solid, um, regular job, and that just wasn't the right thing for you at that time, I didn't think. All right. So, um, if, I, if, I could, if I could be any... Character, I'd probably want to do more episodes of Buster. Stephen called River City. More episodes of Buster. He says it's like he wants the name of the show changed to his character's name as well. That's why he gets sacked. Could you not just call it Buster? Um. Yeah. Oh man, the fuck actually. Wait there. Just hold on a wee second, right? Mm-hmm. So River City asked me, "What um, what would you like to call yourself?" Because they were like, "We'd like to call you Grado, but we can't." I'm glad they never, to be honest with you, right? But they were like, can you give us a list of names? Very much like what happens to people when they get signed with the WWE, they get an offer of what your name would be. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I, I found this the other day, 26th of September 2014, and I've got a list of names that I sent to River City. Tell you me. You hear them? There's about 20 oh, yeah. here. Right, Buster was the first one. <laughs> I've obviously spent a part of that fucking day. I don't even know the rest of it, right? Buster, Dusty, Steeler, Patch, Beef, Boris, Bruiser, Buddy, Stomper, Stump, Rascal, Tiger, Scrapper, Striker, Cassius, <laughs> Nelson, Rocket, Kilo, Frosty, Starkey, Biter, Pug, and Hugo. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Because a lot of them are quite similar, like Stomp and all that, and Bust, Buster and Thumper and all that, right? It's like but, Bruiser, Brody, Hugo. <laughs> Cassius? Aye. <clears throat> I think I just got Cassius for Cassius. Oh, no, no, Cassius, Clay. Uh, uh, Hugo, maybe for Hugo Boss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul says, if you could have any manager past the present manager, Grado, who would it be? Well, shout out to Rudo, sports and entertainment brand, by the way. Grado's heel run was underrated, says Paul. Who, oh, would, you have, who would you have uh, managing you? Who would have managing me? Managing me? Um... Ooh, that's a that's a good question. It's probably going to be Jim Cornette. <sighs> it would that would be absolutely we would be absolutely opposites, but I would love I'd love to be on the road with him and going for cheeseburgers together and going to buy new glasses for him and all that kind of care. I love that. With him and his wife. Next question. <laughs> Drew Higgins says, Who is the one wrestler that you really disliked working with? Well, actually, I would say that one of my favourite wrestlers to wrestle with is also one of my least favourites because any time I worked Eli Drake and TNA, I hated it because what we days we'd we'd probably get with our matches at two o'clock and say our matches wasn't tip at nine at night, and he would go to the match where we were about half two, so I'd be that match would be in my head all fucking day, right, all day. Now he's good enough to then turn to me 
fucking five minutes before we're about to go in. After I've got this full match in my head, seven hours, I've been it umpteen times in the toilet. I fucking phoned my bird and everything to say, do you think that sounds right? <laughs> for, him, <laughs> for him to go when we're just about to go, she, she, scrap that. Can we do this? Can we do that? Can we do this? And I'm standing buffing out going, you fucking wanker, you. You wanker. Why would you do this to me right before we're about to go? And he done that two or three times, so I hated that. But it usually ended up no bad. Apart from one night, I wrestled him right in a one night only, and we go eighteen minutes. And I says, "Look, you're gonna need a, you're gonna need a paramedic there because I'm gonna have a cardiac arrest. I, mean, I cannot do eighteen minutes. There is no way." So he caught wind of this, and I knew he fucking tried to blow me up, and he did. He blew me up. He blew me up three minutes into the match. See if you watch that back. I am dying. I am dying, and the ref is like, the ref's like eleven to go, and I'm going, "Fuck off." Fuck off. Do you know I was still out of breath at half three in the morning that night? <laughs> I swear to God, Mark Andrews was like, Are you alright, mate? I was going, I'm so poor. I actually never calmed down in the booth. I never was going, Jesus. That's Mark Andrews all night. Wow. That's that was a great answer. That was a great, that's great. That's CUNY. Um, Steph says, I've always wondered, Gredo, which fictional character would be the most exciting to meet in real life? Ask you go first. I don't fucking know. Um, Homer Simpson. I don't know. <laughs> you'd like you'd like to meet Homer Simpson, or is that the only know, fictional character you can think of? What else? What's another fictional character? Jackie McQuillan. See what I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sandy says for Rab a wrestler on a TV question: Who has been your most underrated wrestler in any era? Um, okay, my fa- my most underrated wrestler in any era. God, that's a tough one, man. Underrated wrestler. I'm sure this is something I've probably spoken about a lot. That's a very difficult one. Here's the thing. Here's here's the truth. I think actually the, the most underrated wrestler, and I think it's only now starting to turn around, um, is probably Dustin Rhodes. I think. Mate, um, what a shout, by the way. Because I think he has... People are starting to turn around now and go, this guy is one of the best to ever do it, right? But he was always great. He was, he was always great. So crisp, but yep. mm-hmm. so crisp. Like everything he does just was like he's just amazing. He's just been doing it for that long, but you're right. And it, you know, you could you know argue about Jericho freshening things up and all, all the time and that, but he's done the same himself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And people have been slow, I think, to acknowledge just how I good would, he is. You know, what I, I mean? would say definitely, and he should be in the Hall of Fame and whatnot. But you're right. But he's somebody that's mega improved and all because you look back in the matches in ninety one, ninety two, you think. But no, he's just a man. It's cool. I yeah. love seeing older wrestlers that were kind of in that attitude era, and when they come out on shows and they just bust their ass. See when you see like, I got a pure warm feeling in my belly and all that when I see like Billy Gunn on AEW, and he mm. just, he's just, he's just leagues above everybody else. With his punches, with his strikes, just everything you think. He's a wrestling man. I'll tell you something, his look is still good as well. Oh, mm-hmm. he looks he amazing. Looks I remember we done a six man with Billy Gunn and, and Paisley, and we never named they like we never fucking come up with everything because there was like ten folk in the match. It was like team well, DX. A six ma- right, okay, I was just making clarifying there a six man and Paisley, but it was a wrestling <laughs> thing. <laughs> I've just said there was a six man, but was it with ten folk in it? I think it was a ten man. Right, it was like team DX. Because I think X Pac was making out and all, but he pulled out. So it was just Billy Gunn and like me and my couple of my pals, and we called it Team. Well, the promoter called it Team DX, but nothing was planned because there was too many cooks stirring the pot and all that shit. Um, 
and he just went in and just done everything on the fly and I was like, wow, this guy's the man. Bye, the real deal. The real deal. Um, and uh, Sandy also asked, for making several moments characters that are comedy gold, thanks very much. What is your process behind the creation? What's the inspiration for some of your more famous characters? Process behind the creation is... Do you want me to ask that again? Because you're asking that too fast, and I don't think people, the fans are getting to know what they're asking you, and it's going to be quite a good question. All right, okay, you ask So it. let me ask you that question, right? Who asked it? <laughs> Sandy asked it. Right, Sandy. This is for Brab. Right, for making several moments slash characters that are comedy gold, what, is what do you mean process? slash characters? They weren't the slash characters, they were good. Ah, sorry, it was your forward slash. Um, what is your process behind the creation and what's the inspiration for some of your more famous characters? Process behind the creation, Sandy, is a write absolutely hundreds of stuff and try and throw away all the shite so you're just left with the good stuff. And the inspiration for the characters is just, well, it used to be, I, the best thing a comedy writer can do if you want to write comedy stuff is just going out, cutting a book, going for a coffee, going to a pub, sitting about, taking a wee notepad with you, just watching people. I would just go about on my own and just kind of sit and watch people and you get loads of wee bits of inspiration for everywhere. No, Guys, no, I'm trying to stir in your taste here, right? But it's like, when I used to write my promos and I'd say we da things, quite a lot of it would come for what I'd hear mm-hmm. in the control room in the fire brigade. And people would just say wee things and I'd pick it up and try to put them into my, my promo. Is that kind of sort of what you've done as well? What not like stuff? No, it was it was oh, <laughs> No, nobody. I mean, unfortunately, the sad truth is nobody else cutting about in Scotland has as good part as me. So I can't just really write doing. I need yeah, to try. Right, I, I need to try and write doing something and improve it. You know what I mean? Neil has asked: Is gimmick wrestling dead? Has the business just moved on for the days of IRS and Repo Man? Are the fiend and how do you say to pronounce this? By the way, because I here's I pronounce it right: Abaddon. 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 You that? Abaddon. What's no. she in? Abaddon's a, 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 a woman. Yeah. All right. and she's, you need to see her, by the way. Was she in NXT? Uh, no, she's in AEW. Any good? But you need to see her. You need to right. see her, like her entrance and all that, and you need to see the way she, she's good, isn't she, John? Oh, she's cracking, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, you know, sometimes you get these wrestlers, Grado, that have a, like a scary horror gimmick, right. and they always look kind of rotten. They don't look... You need to see her because she looks mm-hmm. scary. She's scary looking, right? Um, but are these ex- uh, uh, are these evidence that good gimmicks still exist, or evidence that there are new ideas? By the way, I was going to say the reason why I call it a badin is because it's like a, game, a Games Workshop thing. It's a Warhammer thing. It's <laughs> that's a pronunciation for there. Um, when I think a gimmick wrestler, I'm thinking like Big Boss Man. You're like he's a polis. Yeah. I'm thinking you know the Mountie. He's he's a Mountie. Nails, he's a prisoner. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I like, I do, I do like that kind of thing. I would, I, I would love to see Mary. That I would love to see, like, you know, go. I would love to be able to go. And this is why I'm saying about how I would love to promote a show like that, like Hustle, where you would go to a wrestling match and you would go, right? Here's a guy coming There's out and a Johnny or something, like a school Johnny, aye, or or like you know, like a fucking abominable snowman or something. I don't know, no, no so much a Johnny. I was thinking, I was a wee, I was a wee bit mere, or like an astronaut. You know, this guy's an astronaut. Comes out with the, the space helmet on. on it. Do you know there's a guy in the US Indies that was in the Canadian Indies called Space Monkey. Had a great gimmick. He had basically had a like a monkey's head in a space suit, and he was called Space Monkey. And he was off a good. Brilliant. That's what you want. So, so I think I wouldn't say it's deed, but I think it's rare you see that now. And I would like to see Mary. It's because there's a lot of shit with it and all, but isn't there? Uh, Derek is asking, should Vinnie Mac just head off into the sunset and let Triple H run the tune? 
Also, what's your favourite still game episode? Um, <laughs> right, let's right. You can clear up the still game episode. I'll clear up. <laughs> well, my favourite still game episode is genuinely the last episode because I think I think they tied it up beautifully. I love the ending, and I think the hardest thing with a sitcom is sticking the landing like that. Um, and I think they did a brilliant job. That was a, a hell of a task to try Math. and make that happen. I also love the one they go to the whiskey distillery as well. I would That's say. great. That one. Mine's is the one with Rabba Fleck for Irvins in it. Um, um, I love the one. In fact, probably the bookies one. The bookies one. Stevie the Stevie the bookie. Uh, okay, and finally, Andy a uh, Rabbi or Rabble. Andy Rabble. Do you really answer about Vinny Mac? Oh, right. Oh, Vinny Mac. No, oh, she, she shouldn't. Of course, you know. No, no, because I'm not exposed to Vince McMahon. I mean, I hear a lot of folk that work for him, and they all go, "Look, he's heavy, lost the plot." I mean, that's what everybody says. They've oh, been saying that for twenty years. Exactly. For 20 years. exactly. And you know what? Sometimes it's weird because I always hear things right or I watch stuff for telly and I go, how the hell has Vince let this go on the telly? But then when I, de- when I dig further, folk will say, but it was his idea. You how I mean? dare I? I happened loads of times that. Mm-hmm. How dare people say that this thing that Vince McMahon built, he should head off into the sunset and let anybody take control of it? How fucking dare they say that this wrestling business is what it is because of Vince McMahon for good or for worse how dare people say ah you should hang it up now and let somebody else have a go it's fucking his thing if he decided he was just going to shut it all down before he died he'd he's got the right to do that and off he decided he was just going to sell it and it isn't going to go into anybody's hands this is, this is Vince you. McMahon we're talking about here we're not talking about a Russo or we're not talking about a Bischoff we're talking about Vince McMahon himself how dare you even ask that question, Derek? However, for your boldness, maybe Derek should get listener of the week for being bold enough to ask that question. Because that takes bravery to ask a question about should Vince McMahon hang it up? What do you think, Gredo? I don't know. I was going for the thingy guy, the pallet guy. <laughs> Why? Just because his name's Pallet? <laughs> ah, I just thought that'd be nice because that was in your show. Oh, all right, and fuck it. Aye, yeah. right, fuck it. Pallet yeah. gets it. Yeah, and Pallet gets it. Right, that's it for this week's show. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us uh, on wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we go twice a week now, so you can catch us on a Friday and you can catch the Marks podcast on a Tuesday. The three boys keeping up to date with everything that's going on far better fashion than me and Gradle Day. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. Why not buy yourself a t shirt? shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. And just to say to you, you know, any support is massively appreciated at this time. Obviously, me and Grado's industries have all but shut down at the minute. We're <laughs> so, fucking scant. <laughs> so Wrestling Daft is an important part of our week. So if you can support us, if you've been enjoying the show, if you can support us, that would really be appreciated. It's like when folk go, what's your job? I just go out there podcast with our forms. That's my job, man. That's it. That's our job now, mate. That's so, all we've got, man. So we're going to be doing the big push. We're going to try and get some big sponsors because we want to keep doing this. We don't want to shut this show down, folks. So please, if you can support, uh, please keep the support coming. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks, Gredo. Nice to catch up with you. Anyway, up the road. Up the road now. It's yourself. It's yourself. Button pallets. Audio Frontier. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.